Welcome to Wrestling with God Show, the podcast where we grapple with big questions about faith, religion, and life. I'm Irish McMahon, and as usual, I'm here with my friend and Irish Catholic priest, Father Len McMillan. Hey, McMahon. <laughs> hey, Father Len. So, uh, I thought we'd do something kind of foundational today okay. in our wrestling with God and talk about the Bible. You know, what is the Bible and why should it matter? I think that that would be a good thing for us to kind of lay a foundation here for some of the podcasts that we're, some of the episodes we'll be doing. So maybe we could start with what is the Bible? Well, the word Bible just really means library. So it is a collection of books. It's actually not one book. It's a whole collection of books of sacred stories that span thousands of years. So it, it's supposed to give the people of God a perspective. Um, the opposite and wrong way, I think, to think of the Bible is as, as if it's a rule book. I personally hate it when they say, oh, it's a nice rule book. Hate that. No, it gives us context to look at the world, but it's not really a rule book. Um, and anyhow, so that's interesting because I think a lot of people, even religious people, view it as a rule book. No, I, I got to disagree with that. That's really no, I, I no disagree that it's a rule book. Yeah, um, but don't. I mean, I, I think a fair amount of people, I mean, view it as a rule book. I mean, I don't mean to get sidetracked. No, I here. I think you might be right, and that's probably because they haven't read it. <laughs> uh, like. Because, yes, there are rules in the Bible. However, the rules only make sense in context of the story. So it's a collection of stories, not a collection of rules. And it's a collection of stories that um, give meaning of why we're here, what our purpose in life is, and it gives, as I said, perspective. So, so it's this library. Yeah, it's a library of, of all these books, of, but and and some of them, well, all of them have been around a long time, but for thousands of years, where did this all come from? Well, they're a collection of or beginning with collection of oral stories. So first stories are passed on orally. And then as humanity develops writing, uh, they start to be written down. Now, actually at first when they're written down, uh, there is no punctuation or capitalization. Actually, orig originally, there aren't even vowels. So for you to read the Bible, you'd have to know the story ahead of time because it's more just a memory device. Uh, so it would be like trying to read any book if you took away capitalization, punctuations, so it looks like one big long word. So like a 200-page like a sentence or something. Yeah. So you would have to already know the story. Then as uh, grammar and things develop, then it's pulled apart and you can actually read it. But it was never really meant to be read individually. We do that and that's great. But actually there are stories of a community by a community. And the great thing about the Bible is that um, it explains sacred reality from many viewpoints from different viewpoints, even opposing viewpoints, which is really amazing. So take like um, the book of Proverbs. It teaches wisdom. 
And I love the book of Proverbs, but it has kind of this innocent wisdom to it. And it's like um, a young teenage girl. Um, it's sweet and it's innocent. Um, and then the next book, Ecclesiastes, um, that's more like a 40-year-old guy. And I always imagine Ecclesiastes um, with like um, a cigarette and a tumbler of whiskey in one hand. <laughs> and So you've got this innocent girl on the one hand and you've got this 40-year-old guy with a tumbler of whiskey. And the tumbler of whiskey, Ecclesiastes, it actually kind of critiques everything that was just said. Like it says really – Beautiful things in Proverbs. So it's just, you know, if you always work, you'll have food. Uh-huh. Well, that's kind of true. You know, yeah. always work, be productive. But then Ecclesiastes says, no, I have seen the just and the hardworking be cheated out. I've seen um, evil men prosper while good men not prosper. Life doesn't always work that way. So everything in Proverbs is true. But then you have Ecclesiastes that says, yeah, but – and that's a sort of wisdom too that you really want to learn. So it just amazes me that you have not two contrasting points of wisdom right next to each other. Does this happen throughout the Bible? It it really does happen throughout the Bible. So so it's – what? what, It's kind of testing its own ideas? I mean uh, this library of books there – I don't think it's testing its own ideas. I think it's testing our ideas. Okay. Um, That truth has to be seen from many different angles. Ah, interesting. Um, Many people want to think that, well, I'll just pick up the Bible and read it and it's one unified story. It's not right from the beginning. There's two creation accounts. And both tell creation from two different viewpoints. We'd say, well, both are true from two different viewpoints. So it's, it's, it's a library of books examining life, I guess is what you're saying. Examining of what life, it could be, should be. What we should be. But yet confusing. you're saying if you read it literally, there's some kind of conflicts there that you have to sort out. Is that what you're saying? Well, that, if you or read, that, that make you think about how to sort out your life? Let's say complementary contrasts. <laughs> just Compliment- made that up. What, what, but, what is that? Well, yeah, they're not opposed to each other. Ah. But one viewpoint is too small. Okay. So it's many different viewpoints. Interesting. Uh, so truth, we'd say truth is polyvalent. Polyvalent means many-sided. So when somebody reads you a passage from the Bible and says, this is it, this is absolutely the way, that might not be it. I mean, you might have to think a little bigger. You might have to think a little wider. You might have to yeah. examine I'm not saying that's not tr- that point that the person made might be completely true. But it's a limited view. It's only a small gap into the view of truth. Truth may have many different directions. So where did all this come from, Father Len? Where did, where did these books come from? Who wrote them? Where did these ideas come from? Well, they span thousands of years. So, um, first, it was oral traditions that start to be written down. Um, so oral traditions, stories are passed on and then they're written down orally. And then um, some parts are historical. You have all different genres. You have huge amounts of poetry and historical facts and myth and even a little bit of fiction. Uh, 
all of them are sacred stories. And well, what what's the inspiration for them? Where do they come from? How I mean, is this just well, the people kind of examining their own lives? It's I mean, well, no, what, it's a life of a community, not really an individual. Okay, they're really of a community, um, and. Like everybody wants in the modern world to say, well, I have to discover the truth for myself. That's so slow. Why not stand on the shoulders of others and see farther into the horizon by standing on the shoulders of others? You know, that old analogy. Yep. Um, The Bible gives us a wisdom of generations and generations from many perspectives. So it's thousands of years of people basically – examining life, trying to understand life and whatever. So why wouldn't we take a look at this rather than just say, you know, today I'm going to start deciding what life is about myself. Right. And we'd say it's all inspired by God and directed by God, but written by human beings. Okay. So the editor, the uh, source of inspiration is all God. I think modern people uh, have too small of a view in the fact that they want to discover all truth themselves. Your truth is 18, might be true, but it's a limited truth. And even your truth at, let's say, 50, uh, that's a certain type of truth. And it might be true, but let's say when you're 90, oh, you see the world much differently. This kind of goes back to your analogy of climbing a mountain. You know, the higher you climb, the further you go, the more you learn, the more you see – you get to the top of one, and the peak more and you, you have go, to go. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a, it, it's kind of the same thing. It gives us a higher viewpoint. So how how would you advise people to uh, think about the Bible or use the Bible? Uh, and, well, I, and talk about a little bit about how you think we'll kind of examine that in our podcast. Oh, so my my perspective is very Catholic and Jewish. That that's okay. Yeah, I, I think that's great. <laughs> we can go with that. Uh, I think you should use the Bible as stories, like Jews and Catholics. When we use the Bible, it's always in the form of story. So Jews and Catholics, uh, like if you're Catholic, if you go to church for three years, you would have had most of the Bible read to you, but in story form. If you're Jewish, if you go to the synagogue for one year, you would have had most of the Torah read to you. Catholics are not into quoting chapter and verse. First of all, that came about uh, – chapter and verse was invented by uh, the, the bishop who actually pushed the Magna Carta. So it's fairly new idea of When you say and chapter and verse as opposed to story, explain that real quick. Well, uh, so I – there's this minister I like, but he says, no, in our church, we make children memorize certain verses. Oh. Well, the problem with that is that you're taking the verse out of the context of, of the story. story. And the devil, um, he can quote scripture, but he misquotes it by taking it out of context. So to take something out of context is actually to misquote it. That's the problem that with you, any story, really. Right. It would be easy to take you one little passage. You might get the exact passage. words right. Yep. But if you take it out of the context of the greater story, then you're actually misquoting, even though technically all the words are correct. So we'd say, no, we tell stories, um, not as quotes to remember like a rule book. Uh, 
We do believe you know, we can edit, boil things down to certain rules and principles, but even those principles only make sense within the context of a greater story. Um, so we, I, if you say, well, how to use the Bible, use it as stories. That's what it was meant to be, uh, stories upon stories. All these stories give us context about how to live, not like a rule book, but as a story. And they did this interesting study on um, people, just the power of story, where they hooked up um, and what changes people? What changes people's opinions? And believe it or not, facts don't change people's opinions. <laughs> Trust me. I find that amazing. Facts really, what changes people is when you tell a really good story, parts of their brain lights up that is sympathetic and they start to see the world from a new perspective. Then they can change their opinions to something more truthful. And here's the amazing part. The Bible disagrees with itself at certain points. And it's meant to. Because then you have to change your thinking. Hmm. So, Can you give us an example of that? Well, the most obvious, and this is kind of... We do this at Mass. On one Sunday... The first reading is from the Old Testament on how to treat lepers. Okay. And it's harsh. Um, if you're a leper, um, nobody is allowed to talk to you. You're not allowed to talk to them. Uh, you're not allowed to touch them. And if you touch or talk to them, then the rule is we'll shun you. So it's very harsh. That's the first reading. And then the gospel comes up where – this leper comes up and speaks to Jesus, and Jesus answers him back. Well, that's breaking Leviticus. Um, and then he asks to be healed. And Jesus, you already know Jesus can heal from a distance, but it says Jesus touches him, which means Jesus, once again, is breaking the Bible. Um, but this so, is almost like what you're saying is this accumulated wisdom the further we go i mean jesus is after leviticus you know and and we're constantly learning more and more about how we should approach life right and uh, maybe maybe we can't handle the whole truth immediately i'll give you one more example if that's okay uh slavery so when they're set free from slavery in egypt um it says uh God says, no, no, I set you free. So now you have to set other people free. So then when you get into the smaller rules, there's this rule that um, you're not allowed to have – and I forget what it is because I have to look it up. You're only allowed to keep uh, uh, male Hebrew as a slave for so long. Then they have to be set free. And then you get later some more thought and reflection. And then it says you're not allowed to keep any Hebrew slave for so long, male or female. So you find out that, well, the truth just expanded a little bit more until finally they see that maybe all slavery is wrong. Maybe God just gives us the amount of truth that we can handle at a certain time. And then later, when you read the Bible, you find out, oh, I might be a little bit more larger. Yes, is it true that you shouldn't have Hebrew slave uh, males as slaves forever? Yeah, that's true. Until you finally get to the point that maybe nobody should be slaves. So, yeah, the Bible does kind of contrast each other. That, but that's part of this wrestling thing that um, memorizing one verse wouldn't be enough 
telling stories from multiple point of views may be the best perspective of God. So the the Bible is this library, this collection of stories and wisdom that's kind of evolved over time in communities as they've kind of lived life and tested life and learned how to live together and all that kind of thing. That's really what you're saying. And it's all true. And it's truth from many perspectives. Okay. And I think, historical situations. And so, you know, if if somebody really wants to kind of, you know, examine what life is about and where they're going and who they should be and how they should interact with others, it's really a good resource. But it's it's fairly complex and it's evolved over time. Right. And so, it's all these stories, some of which have some conflicts in them because our 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 knowledge of truth or understanding of truth is evolving or has evolved is what you're saying, I guess. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate the word evolve because it sounds like okay, uh, I past truth is not quite as true. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. But we've learned it, more. <laughs> we have a we have a a clearer, broader perspective on these things as life goes on. Is that kind of what you're saying? No. Okay, no, I'm I'm not lost. I think the Bible has a clearer and broader okay. perspective, but I think always human beings are very narrow. Uh you can so like if you're going to study the Bible, I read it every day, you know, part of my prayer routine, but I think you need to read it in a community um with a community's perspective. Also um you have to let it challenge you. So it has to be read slow and over time. and So we're going to be doing some of that then, I think, is examining some of these stories and testing them, testing the wisdom, seeing how they might operate in our lives and that kind of thing. And that will be part of the podcast. Yeah, and a wisdom that works at one point of your life may not work at another. Yep. Yeah, wisdom at 15 versus wisdom at 75 or 80 or 90 or whatever. Yeah. Got it. All right. Well, I, I think that gives us a good overview of what, you know, the Bible is and where it came from and, you know, how people might want to think about it and put in context what we might do with the Bible stories. So anyway, I hope you'll join us next time as we continue climbing the mountain of life, searching for truth and meaning and purpose in our lives and wrestling with God all the way. In the meantime, if you have a question about the Bible, one of the Bible stories, or any question about faith, religion, or life that you'd like us to grapple with, just head over to our website, www.gshow.com. That's www.gshow.com. And click on the questions button. Thanks for listening. See you next time.